0: Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do pray each and every day this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. I am your host, Melody Ferris Tucker, and I am so grateful that you are here. So today, I have labeled this podcast, Pressure in the God Flow. Now, I talked about the God Flow a while back on my podcast. If you want to know more about this God Flow that I talk about please go and find that on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It's actually called God Flow. And so um, I've been dealing with some hard things lately. And I realized that in the God Flow, so the God Flow um, that I talk about is, is, um, the first one is going to be The promise, right? The promise in which God has placed upon your life before you were even created in your mother's womb, right? We're born, we experience life, we experience pain. That's the second one. Promise. Promise. And then pain, right? And then we're going to go through the process, right? Because one day we make the commitment that we're ready to heal. That we're ready to stop living the way that we're living. And we have to go through a process to be healed. A process to be whole. A process to get sober. A process to start a new life after prison. Uh, a process to get out of homelessness. A process of getting out of depression. A process of getting out of whatever it is that has created this um that has created this this trial or tribulation or pain or trauma in your life. Um, and then after the process is perseverance, right? In the process, you've got to have the perseverance. You've got to have the the stamina to keep running the race, even when you feel like you're crawling or you have you know you have fallen and you don't know how you're going to get back up or how you're going to make it. It's it's perseverance, and then you get to purpose, purpose, the thing that God created you for in this life, the thing that you're supposed to be doing. Where are you supposed to be serving? Where are you supposed to be helping others? But I've realized that in between process and perseverance, there comes pressure. In between process and perseverance comes pressure. Because you're in, um, you're in a time and you're in a season in your life where you feel as if, okay, I, I, I'm feeling great. I'm, 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 I'm healing. I'm on my journey. I feel great. Life is great. Um, I'm, you know, I'm doing the right things. And then you feel pressure. Pressure can come either you become, you get into a trial or a tribulation, or someone else that you know or that you love gets into a trial or a tribulation or a trauma or a situation that they are struggling with. And you, either because it's you or your family or your friend or your co worker or your pastor or your mentor or your coach, is going through something. And you begin to feel pressure. And you begin to feel pressure because these types of situations begin to bring things up in you. That you begin to experience empathy for the person that is going through. You begin to experience Um, moments where you're angry but you care and you you don't know, should I say what I need to say or should I just let this just play out? And you begin to feel pressure. You say, God, do I be obedient in this situation or do I just let it roll? But I want to come out of Isaiah chapter 1. Okay, verse 16, and I'm a little emotional. So just, I'm I'm not going to talk about the situation, but it makes me emotional. But um, this message is stemmed from this particular situation. Isaiah 1, starting at verse 16, it says, Wash yourselves, cleanse yourselves, remove your evil deeds from my sight. Stop doing evil. Here it is, 17. Learn to do what is good. Pursue justice correct the oppressor, defend the rights of the fatherless, plead the widow's case. We're learning here that we have to do the hard things. Even in our perseverance season where things are going the way we think that they should go and and we begin to feel pressure, whether it's from our season or someone else's season, and what do we do? Do we continue to persevere? Do we say the hard things? Do we are we vulnerable even if we feel as if I may hurt the person or this may not work out and I may look like an idiot or you know this may not go the way I think it should go? Do you still do the hard things under pressure? I was listening to one of my favorite pastors this morning, and she was talking about how people are always saying, oh, the devil is busy, the devil is attacking me, the devil is this, and she said something that I thought was really amazing. She said, no, he, he, he don't have to be busy because all he has to do is create a system, right? He has to start a system in your life and then he can sit back and watch you do the rest, He can put the negative thought in your mind. He can bring back, you know, addiction. He can bring back negative self talk. He can bring back so many different things in your life. And all he has to do at that point is sit back because he's going to watch you just go with the flow. One thought one thing, one uh, stumbling block, one negative self-talk, one loss of a job, one loss of, you know, or, or a, a moment of, of weakness. He's already created the whole system. Because you are going to go with the flow of that system because that's what you have always known. And every thought that it, that you think or everything that you do is going to be based off of that one situation or that one thought or that one trauma. I'm going to say something. Because I... <laughs> when God let me me slip through the crack see what people don't realize is that look at peter right? He denied. He denied. Jesus said, you're going to deny me three times before the rooster crows. Look at doubting Thomas. He didn't even believe. These were disciples. These were people that should have believed what was happening because Jesus had prepared them and, and they had followed him and they had seen the miracles and all the things, right? But they still, they still didn't have it all together. But Jesus showed up Right? Jesus showed up. And when he does, he lets those peculiar type of people slip through the cracks. I'm one of those people. I I, I don't deserve to be talking like I'm talking. I don't deserve to look the way I look today. I don't deserve to have the things that I have. Because my past... Does not, right? In my past does not look like I should be here right now. But he let me slip through the crack. And when you get the opportunity through for, and God shows up in your life, and you slip through the crack, although other people don't think that you deserve it. Other people think that, oh, she, she's not going to last or she's going to end up back in prison or she's going to end up back an addict. She's going to end up back in that depression. She's going to end up back in that homelessness. She's going to end up back where she started. But when Jesus shows up and those peculiar type of people begin to slip through the cracks, you got to be careful because when they rise up, You may be surprised. But in that comes pressure. You know, it said, wash and cleanse yourself and remove yourself from evil deeds from my sight and stop doing evil. But then learn to do what is good, pursue justice, correct the oppressor, defend the rights of the followers, and plead the widow's case. So in that moment, when you see someone going through the things that you have been through. Do you say the hard things when you're feeling the pressure? Do you do the hard things because you want to be obedient? Or do you say, I'm just going to sit back and I'm just going to watch what happens? It says in verse 19, if you are willing, to be, if you are willing and obedient You will eat the good things of the land. Obedience is saying the things that are hard. Obedience is making the decisions that you do not want to make that may cause you to be vulnerable in a moment, that may cause you to go against the grain, that may cause you to have a falling out with somebody, that may cause you more trouble than what it looks like it's worth. I'm going to tell you that, that I watch people who are dealing with addiction or dealing with hard things in their life and they have people who love them and her are fighting for them. And I look back on my life and say, why didn't anybody ever try to save me? And it's not because people didn't care about me. I think it was the intention, the intention that God had on my life. He needed to know. He needed me to know. He needed me to know that at one moment in time that I would have to fight for somebody, even though nobody fought for me. Nobody tried to save me. Nobody tried to intervene or do an intervention or have me go to rehab or get me out of the domestic violence situation. Nobody saved me. And I think that gave me a sense of willingness and a sense of obedience to fight for those who I know God has chosen. And I don't know who's chosen. I don't know what someone's particular purpose is or their path in life, but my job is to be obedient in what God has called me to do. And it's put me in a hard situation. Because I can have empathy I'm not going to be emotional. I can have empathy for a person and still fight like heck to help them do the right thing. Even though my friendship, my love, and everything else is being questioned. At this very moment. Because I said, God, I'm going to be willing and obedient in this moment. My husband thinks I'm a firecracker. But it's. And at times I'm saying, give me the phone. And he's like, no. No. And at that moment he sees my face and he sees maybe what it looks like as frustration but it's passion for the purpose it's passion to say the hard things because I was allowed to slip through the crack I was allowed to be whole and healed I <laughs> Satan didn't know who he was messing with at first. He didn't know. He didn't know. And in all of this, God is bringing about so much clarity. As to where my purpose lies, I've questioned it. I've questioned, you know, um, you know God, what do you want me to do? I can speak, yeah. But where do you want to speak? I can mentor. Who do you want to mentor? I can coach. Who do you want to coach? But when I tell you that fighting for people in addiction and mental health has literally put a fire under my tail, it it's emotional. It's emotional. And then I question, you know, God, can I do this? Because I get emotional. Not in, in, not in the heat of the moment. But in, in this particular situation. Yesterday I had so much empathy. Not sympathy. Not sympathy. But empathy. Because at every moment yesterday... I could feel where this person was at. And I was not even with them. At every moment, I could feel it. I could feel it from the family. I could feel it from the person. And then you question yourself, are you doing the right thing? When we have to do the hard things and we have to Withstand the pressure. We often think I've created this system that is healthy for me. I've created this system where everything is working somewhat the right way, all the gears are oiled, and the system that we've created. But sometimes we get a squeaky wheel or a squeaky gear. And we have to go back and we have to say, what is it that I need to do in this moment to, to re-oil or to make this gear run smoothly? And it's you've got to do the hard things. Because somebody else isn't going to do them. You've got to encourage others to do hard things. Because it may be the breakthrough that they need. (coughs) Excuse me. You've got to be willing to be uncomfortable. In, a, in someone else's season of trial and tribulation. See. I didn't just have the opportunity to be healed. And be whole. And get to where I am today. For me. <coughs> Excuse me. I did not... I'm sorry. I didn't get here for myself. I got here to fight for all the people that come behind me. I got this to break systems that have been in my family and that have been um, instilled in my children, whom um, to break systems that are not meant to be continued to be allowed to live out. That didn't make any sense. (laughs) I got here to begin to break systems off of other people. I got here because I was able to slip through the cracks and God knew that I was strong enough and I had enough courage and enough fight left in me after my own fight to fight for someone else. See, Satan didn't know who he was messing with. He thought he was messing with some old broke-down country girl that was an addict and that went to prison and that was abused and that, you know, was, was, was just completely defeated and broken. But, but he didn't know that God was going to let me slip through the crack. He didn't know that I would figure out what he was up to. He didn't know that I wasn't going to let those self-defeating thoughts Continued to carry over into my not only in my my future, but into my children, and into my husband, and into my grandchildren, into all the people that are around me. He didn't know. He didn't know that I would rise up and fight for those who couldn't fight for themselves. He didn't know that I would rise up and say, you know what? You can be healed. You can be sober. You can live life after being convicted of a felony. You can live life after prison. You can live life after homelessness. You can be healed. You can be whole. You can have an education. You can buy a home. You can buy a car. You can own a business. He didn't know that. He didn't know that God would rise me up to break systems off of different people and off of my children and off of my grandchildren. I don't do this podcast to listen to myself talk or look at myself in the camera. I do this podcast because somebody may need to hear this one day. Somebody may need hope. Whenever I am no longer here, technology lives on. If my children or my husband or my grandkids or my, or any of my family or my friends or anybody ever needs a word or an encouragement, I will be there. I don't just do this to hear myself talk. I'm here to break things off of people using my words and my testimony. Because you too can be whole. You too can break the chains of depression and anxiety and addiction and homelessness. And you can break those generational curses off of of you know, of all of the things. You are the one whom can do it, but will you withstand the pressure in the moment when you are pursuing your own destiny or when you're pursuing your own dreams, when you're pursuing and you feel like all of your gears are working great and then you see someone else whom is stumbling and who is struggling and who is having a hard time. When you begin to feel that pressure, will you do the things that God said For you to do? Will you be obedient in someone else's season of trial and tribulation? I'm encouraging you today. That as you're living your life in the God flow, and sometimes it's hard to determine what part of the God flow that you're in, because sometimes you may have to go back a couple piece to get to the, you know, to, you 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 may, you may know what the promise is, right? You're, you're good. You know, you know that God is, is, has created you in your mother's wound. You know that he has put a promise on your life. You, we went over the promises. Uh, What was it? My last podcast, I talked about the promises, the keys, and And we know the promise. But then you go through the pain. And sometimes, even when you've gotten out of one pain or one season, you may go back through another pain or another season. And then you've got to go through the process of getting out and dealing and healing from that pain of that particular season. But can you withstand the pressure in the perseverance season? Can you withstand the pressure? The pressure of do I have what it takes to help this person? Am I qualified to do what you're calling me to do? Am I am I good enough to do this? Are people going to listen to me? Can you persevere even in a pressure season? Can you look beyond yourself? And I'm going to be honest, I have a hard time with that. You know, my husband, I'm sure everybody that listens to me knows this, is a pastor. And he does street ministry. And he's met another pastor that also does street ministry. But in this house, we have a system. Right? In this house, we have a schedule. And when you start breaking up my system and my schedule, I get a little uneasy. And and, and, and I begin to feel a certain type of way, because I don't like my system being broke. Right? We, we, we see that our system gets broken and we, we, we have these thoughts of, you know, oh, they don't care about me. Or, oh, you know, um, oh, this is how we're going to do it. We begin to have all these negative thoughts because our system is broken. But, but in that system, there's going to be some pressure. In that system, there may be a moment where you, you know, God has broke the system up. He had to chop it up so that he can get you to a new level. There's growth in that in that moment when that system is broken up. There's an opportunity for growth. There's an opportunity for something that he's trying to show you or something he's trying to get you to do or somewhere that he's trying to get you to move. There is a there is a there is a there's pressure that comes when your systems are broken. Especially when it comes to someone that you care about or that you love. In your perseverance season, how are you taking the pressure? I'm going to say that again. In your perseverance season, how are you taking the pressure? Are you showing empathy for others? Are you looking at the growth potential? Or are you looking at the negative effects of how it affected you? Are you doing and saying the hard things? Are you being vulnerable in a moment that vulnerability is needed? Or are you just trying to say all the right things to just be able to be done with it? What is your heart posture in your pressure season? What is your heart posture? Are you praying and believing and doing the hard things and saying the hard things and releasing some of that pressure? Or are you allowing the pressure to build up? Are you allowing the are you allowing Satan to come in and and and, and you know create a system that wasn't necessary? I encourage you today that if someone you know is going through something, don't ignore it. If someone you know is struggling with something, don't just talk about them. Do something about it even in a season where they may not like you even in a season where your loyalty is 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 questioned even in a season where you um your your love and your care is being questioned stand up and do the right thing be that person who promotes change Be the person who says, we're not going to continue in this system. We're going to break this system up. And we, because I know that you too deserve to be whole. You too deserve to have those things broken off of you that Satan had created in that system. Just because you went through a trial or you went through a a tribulation does not mean that this is where you're going to end up. So even in the hard seasons, in the pressure seasons, in the perseverance seasons, in the pain seasons, always do the hard things. Because the hard things are the very things that's going to bring, bring growth and bring fruit into your life. It says in, um, in verse 19, Isaiah 1 verse 19, it says, if you are willing to. And obedient, you will eat the good things of the land. Be obedient in the seasons in which God are calling you to. Be obedient in those hard moments. Because there's somebody else on the other side of that hard moment that's going to thank you later. There's somebody on the other side of this podcast. On the other side of uh, an encouragement video that you did. Or an encouraging post that you did. There's somebody on the other side. That's going to thank you later. So today, be willing. Be obedient. In the pressure season say and do the hard things because they're needed and someone will thank you later. If it's your own life, if it's you that's going through a moment of of depression or anxiety or homelessness or addiction, know that this is not your end chapter. This is a chapter. You have the opportunity To commit to the change that you want to see in your life. It looks hopeless. It looks hard. It looks like it's never going to happen. But you have what it takes to get to the other side of that thing. You are about to turn the page In this season that you thought was going to take you out. You are about to turn the page to a new chapter. And a new season. So don't give up because it looks hard. Don't give up because you feel the pressure. Because when pressure begins to come, when hard things begin to come, that means that you're almost to your breakthrough. Gotta break out before you can break through. I'm encouraging you today if you're going through something, say something. If you're hurting and you need help, say something. If you're struggling, say something. And if someone comes to you and they're struggling, say something. If someone comes to you, or you see that they're having a hard time, say something encouraging. Say the hard things. The things that they need to hear, but they don't want to hear, but in a kind way. In a firm, but kind way. So today, I don't know who needed to hear this. I think probably I needed to hear this. But... I pray today that your day is amazing. I pray today that chains will begin to be broken off of you. Chains will begin to be broken off of your family. Systems will be destroyed. New systems will be created that are much more powerful and healthy and and abundant and fruitful. So today... Thank you so much for hanging out with me. I truly appreciate it. And I do hope that you have an absolutely amazing day and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.